Well, hello again, everybody. Um, welcome to another segment, another week of uh, of Bible studies with me, um, your host, Veds. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Either you're watching live or listening um, or, or watching a recorded version of this or uh, listening to our podcast, um, whatever it may be. Thank you for, for, for being here. Um, so I was set to talk about um, a, 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 another chapter in Matthew today, but I just had this, you know, like an impression from from the Holy Spirit, you know, kind of nudging me to to go a different route and and talk about stress and anxiety and worry, since you know people say this is the most stressful time of the year, and it's just not quite right because you know it's christmas and and you know the reason for the season is jesus and you know it it shouldn't be you know all about you know yeah parties are great seeing family is great giving each other just you know each other gifts is you know that's all great but um that shouldn't you know let us be stressed out um so i wanted to talk about that today um just stress worry and anxiety in general um but before we start let's let's open a open a uh, say a quick word of prayer before we start father god thank you lord for for being with us here today lord god thank you lord for for another bible study with you father help us lord god to understand what you have to say to us today father please forgive us of our sins jesus wash our hearts clean with your blood so that we may hear clearly from you holy spirit please minister to us i ask lord god that you use me as your instrument of your word please do not let my words just be my words please let them be your words father god minister to us today in the name of jesus we pray amen so today we're going to be looking at the book of we're going to be going to second chronicles chapter 20 so if you guys have your bibles or your Bible app. Let's go there. Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to be talking about Jehoshaphat and how he defeated Moab and Ammon. So I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. So Jehoshaphat defeats Moab and Ammon. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, it's going to be a long passage. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it a little bit differently tonight. Um, by the way, there are no notes for this. Like I said, this is kind of a kind of like an impromptu thing that the Holy Spirit is making me do, and and I am uh, obeying. So there are no notes for this, but you know, go ahead and just you know, uh, uh, you know, get a paper and pen, or if you have your laptops or whatever, just get out that word document and just you know type away. So okay, so NIV version. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read it verse by verse, and I'm gonna try to put some inputs here here and there, and then we're gonna look at more. Um, uh, verses later that's in uh, relation to stress, worry, and anxiety, okay? So after this, Moabites, the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Mayanites, it's a lot of ites, came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from either side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazazon Tamar, that is on, that is that is on Jedi. Now, 
not Star Wars, okay? Not exactly sure how to pronounce that. GED, I may be Jedi, Jedi, whatever. Anyway, it's a place. The point is, they're coming fast, okay? So uh, look at that. It's not just one tribe, not just two tribes, but there were three Moabites, Ammonites, with some of the Mayanites coming together to each war against Jehoshaphat. Now, Jehoshaphat was a man of God. And so in verse 3, look at this, alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Now, look at that. That is that is so human. That That is so human of Jehoshaphat. I mean, that is so like us too, right? The moment that, you know, a problem arises, that we're faced with a problem, we're alarmed. Just like Jehoshaphat too, alarmed. Now, the Bible, you know, the, the Bible doesn't say, you know, never, never to be alarmed. I mean, of course, it's a natural human reaction to be alarmed. But look at what Jehoshaphat did. Alarmed, it didn't just stop there. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord. That means he came to the Lord. He, he asked God for help, inquired of the Lord. And I think that's the same thing for us too. The moment the problem arises, yeah, sure, it can be, you know, either surprised, alarmed, you know, panic, what? You know, it's a natural human reaction. But, but always remember, come to God. Come to God after that. And not only did he inquire of the Lord, he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. So now remember, Jesus at some point told the disciples when, when they couldn't drive out the spirits, the demon, you know, the, the, the evil spirits from, from this person, Jesus said, this kind needs prayer and fasting. So there are some things, there are most things, you know, it's good and proper to pray and also fast. Now, fasting doesn't just, you know, mean uh, you know, food and, and water and that that's a good thing, you know, but to me, fasting is giving up something that you like in order to hear from God, letting God know, Lord, I'm, I'm giving up this thing for now because I really want to hear from you. I really need your help. And it shows God your commitment and, and how serious you are in, in seeking him. So for me, you know, I love social media and I love all of you guys in, on social media. I use social media a lot, you know, to, to minister and, you know, to post funny things as well and to keep in touch with friends, you know. So that's something that I like. So when I'm fasting, usually it's uh, not using social media. So if you guys, you know, sometimes don't see me on social media, you know, <laughs> I may or may not be fasting or my battery, my phone battery just went out, you know, either one of those. So anyway, so verse four, the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord, came together to seek help from the Lord. If you have prayer warriors with you, Get some prayer warriors with you together, you know, people that you trust, people who are living godly lives, who are producing good fruits for the kingdom. If you have a problem and comfortable and you trust them, share it with them, you know, let them be prayer warriors, you know, with you and for you. Gather together and, and, and lift that problem up to God. And so verse 4, the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. So everybody coming together just to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat, notice this, none of them were doing anything on their own. The first thing they did is to come to the Lord. And I think that is so important for us too. When, when problems arise, and you see, 
stress, anxiety, and worry. I'm trying to tie this all together. Stress, anxiety, and worry, you know, they come in when, when there is a problem and they come in and they make the problem so much bigger than it already is. You know, stress, anxiety, and worry is usually first before, you know, when you, when you put that first, then it, it, you know, it magnifies the problem, but we shouldn't be like that. We should come to God first. The, the first sign of a problem, come to God first before anything else. And so verse 5, Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in the front, in the front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kings of the nations. Now, Jehoshaphat wasn't questioning God here. Okay, He wasn't saying, Lord, are you not the God who is in heaven? No, he is proclaiming. He is proclaiming. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now, here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Our God, will you not judge them? Excuse me. For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now look at this. Verse 12, our God, will you not judge him? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. Now, see how Jehoshaphat is. He was humble enough. He, excuse me. So he wasn't, he didn't come to God, you know, being all, you know, boastful saying, Lord, you know what? I've been a, I've been a godly man. And look, look at it. Look at this. I'm fasting and all. And I deserved I deserve to be rescued from this. No, he didn't do that. He came to God humbly. He humbly came to God. Verse 12, he said, For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do. He didn't come to God going, Lord, okay, so there's this army and it's about to attack us. And so and so this is what we're going to do, okay? No, he didn't do that. He, he went, Lord... I don't know. We don't know what to do. There's this army that's going to that's coming at us, and we we don't have the strength for it, and we don't know what to do. He didn't stop there. Look at that. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. But our eyes are on you. Now, same thing with us. You know, we come to God humbly. We know we're not strong enough. We know we do not know what to do. But we're not, we don't end there. We don't end there because we have hope. We have hope in God. We have hope in Jesus. Fix our eyes on Jesus. Fix our eyes on Jesus. All the men 
Let's continue. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. So look at that. They they humbly came to God. They stood in his presence asking God, you know, they don't telling God they don't know what to do. So be in God's presence. That's another point that I that I wanted to say there is whenever we are faced with something, be in God's presence. Fast. Pray, inquire of the Lord, be humble. Verse 14. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. Now, why this, you know, mentioning of names? It's because back then there were so many false prophets, uh, you know, some saying they are prophets of the Lord. Some are prophets of Baal and so on. Um, but this specifically, uh, they did this because the the priest that God had appointed to make sure that people don't get confused with the false prophets is God ordained the ones coming from the, the tribe of Levi. And these are the Levites. So people will know, oh, okay, uh, Levi, the tribe of uh, Levi, those are the prophets from the Lord. Those are legit, in other words. And so here they're mentioning all the names to let the people know and the readers know that, okay, Jehaziel is legit prophet from God, okay? So then Jehaziel goes, verse 15, he said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid. Now, while we are reading this, okay, I want you guys to personalize this, okay? So when they're talking about the armies and so on, you know, think about your problems. Think about what you're worried about, what you're worried about. Think about what is giving you anxiety. Think about what is stressing you out, okay? Think about all those things. And then also think about Satan himself trying to, trying to defeat you, okay? Because we all know he's trying to defeat us on a daily basis, trying to thwart us from God's purpose for us, from doing the will of God for us. So just personalize that and, and let, let's continue. So he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid. Do not, sorry, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. That's amazing. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue there. Verse 16. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. Now, look at this. God says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged or discouraged because of this vast army. Now, it's one thing to feel afraid. It's another thing to feel discouraged, but to be afraid is acting out feeling afraid. To be discouraged is acting out feeling discouraged. So God, again, is not denying our emotions. He understands us, you know, or he made us, okay? So he understands everything we're going through. He understands everything that we are feeling. So when he says here, do not be afraid, do not act it out. Yes, I know you guys were alarmed. You guys are scared. You know, you're afraid. Maybe you feel, you feel, you feel afraid. I feel you feeling that fear, but don't act it out. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. 
because of this vast army. So let's personalize that to what you guys are going through, what some of you guys are going through right now. So here, do not be afraid or discouraged because of what you're worrying about, because of, of your anxiety, because of what's stressing you out, because of what Satan is trying to do to you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Check this out. For the battle is not yours, but God's. For the battle is not yours, but God's. It is not our battle. It is not our battle. It is the Lord's. We belong to Him. He's got our backs. Verse 16. Tomorrow, march down against them. Now, look at this. He didn't tell them, all right, the battle is mine. Y'all just going to sit. No, he didn't. He did give them responsibility too. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. The battle is not yours. It is mine. That's what God said. But tomorrow, march down against them. Take an action. I'm with you. March down against them. And then he even tells them what's going to happen. They will be climbing up the pass of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. Verse 17. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions stand firm and see the deliverance the lord will give you judah and jerusalem now let's personalize that you will not have to fight this battle whatever you're going through you don't have to fight for it but do take up your positions have that confidence take up your position the lord is with you take up your position stand firm and then see the deliverance God will give you. What God is saying here, don't run away from that, you know, from your problems, from what you're facing. Don't run away from it. Face it. Take up your positions. March towards it. Take up your position. Stand firm and then watch me work. That's what God is saying. Don't run from your problems. March there. Go. Charge. Take up your positions. Stand firm. And then watch him work. You know, I'm just reminded of this. You know, Chris, Christianity, you know, being saved in Jesus' name is not just a one-time event. It is a lifelong process where we get to see Jesus working in us and through us. We see, we see him working around us. You know, the problems come. And, and I know I'm not the only one, you know, I mean, some of you may have, you know, gone through some tough times before. And if you, if you look back, you'll see how God worked in your life. Sometimes when we go through problems and, and situations, you know, and I like to call, you know, problems, not just problems, but they're actually challenges, you know, they're, they're strength training, you know, people who go to the gym and I, I, do want to believe that I will be able to actually routinely go to the gym, you know, next year, 2019. Lord, help me give me the strength to do that. But people who go to the gym, you know, when they're doing strength training, you don't gain muscles just by like, you know, sitting down. You got to work those muscles out, you know. And I think that's what, you know, problems are there for in life. They're challenges, you know. They they strengthen our our our, our spiritual muscles. You know, God is more interested in working to change you and your attitude than just 
changing your situation. He may change your situation. He may not change your situation, but he will change your, he will help you to learn to change your attitude and help you go through that problem having learned something. Okay. You never think back of, of all the times that, you know, all, all the tough times that you've gone through. More often, you have learned something there, what to do or what not to do. And God does that for each and every one of us. You know, you learn something out of, of, of the tough times that you've gone through. And so uh, let's continue. Verse 17, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions and stand firm and see the deliverance God, the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. He repeats it again. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. He says it again. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Let's personalize that. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face your problems tomorrow or right now. The Lord will be with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with us. Let's let's believe that. Verse 18, Jehoshaphat. Now, let me go back. You know, when the Bible says, everything the Bible says is important, okay? If it is said, even if it's said once, okay? But if it's said more than once, if it's mentioned more than once, then put it to really, really pay attention to it. God says here, twice in this passage already, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours. He tells them, go out and face them tomorrow. Again, he says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Verse 18, Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kohathites, and Korahite stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Now, check this. The battle hasn't started yet. They haven't won yet, but they're already praising the Lord. They're already praising the Lord with a very loud voice. They're already praising God. And I think same thing goes for us. Even we know we're, we're going to win no matter what. We're going to win no matter what. So even before we see God working in, a, in, in you know, working uh, to help us with our problems. Even before that, even, you know, before we succeed, you know, because of God, give praise to God. Sing praises to Him. Now, verse 20, early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah and the people of Jerusalem, have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. Now look at this. It, when God said, tomorrow march down against them, and then the second time he says, go out to face them tomorrow. He didn't give them a certain time. He didn't give them a certain time. But look, Jehoshaphat, says here, verse 20, early in the morning. This is after they sang praises. They got all hyped up. All right, that's it. Early in the morning, let's go out and, and, and face them. God is with us. So same thing again goes for us. Don't delay. Don't delay. Sing praises. Be powered up by God and go face your problems. The Lord is with you. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. So now Jehoshaphat said, listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his promise and you will be successful. 
Verse 21, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Now check this out. Again, as they were going, look at this, Africa's on the people. It says here, as they went out at the head of the army, saying, they were singing praises already. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Again, singing praises to God. And check this out. Giving thanks, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Let me go back to that verse. After consulting the people, Joshua appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out. So as you're going... Praise the Lord. Give thanks to Him. Not just, check this out, not just for the things that God has done. Not just for the things, we should always include that. Not just for the things that He can accomplish for us, that He can help us with. Not just for the things that God can do. Okay? But for who He is. His love for us, His holiness, His splendor. God, 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 God. That not just what he can do, God himself, his love, praise him for that. Give thanks to the Lord for his love, not just for the things he can do, but for his love endures forever. His love for us, that gives us the faith and the confidence. Because my father loves me, I'm going to be all right. Because my father loves me, this too shall pass. Because my father loves me, He's given me his son, Jesus Christ, who's washed me of my sins. I'm going to be okay. I may not be perfect. I may stumble here and there. You know, I, I may I may worry and, I'm, and God knows in his strength, I'm trying my best. But because of Jesus, I'm able to, when I fall, he picks me up and he goes, try again. I'm with you. Verse 22, let's continue. As they began to sing in praise. The Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sire who were invading Judah and they were defeated. Okay, check this out. Verse 22. As they began to sing in praise, as they began to sing in praise, that's when the Lord started working. As they began to sing in praise. Same thing with us. We may or may not see it. Sometimes God will show us. Sometimes he's just, you know, behind the scenes working, doing his thing. But as we begin to praise, be confident in that because he loves us. He loves us. He's working. He is working. Verse 23. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Sire to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Sire, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So they saw everything. They saw God working. That was their problems. Tumbling down. Those are their problems. Killing off each other. So verse 25. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder. And they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value more than they could take away. So there was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, Bera, tongue twister, 
where they praise the Lord. This is why it is called the Valley of Barakah to this day. Now, check this out. What was supposed to be to them look like a problem, okay, ended up a source of blessing. Not only two things, they were blessed to see God working in their lives, working to defeat the army, and then by possessions. God blessed them with, look at this, it took them three days, three days to gather everything. Three days to gather everything. So what was meant for harm was actually a blessing. To, if we if we put that in our lives, you know, sometimes we may have situations, problem situations that end ending up blessing us. If firstly, when we see God working to fix that, we see how good God is, how much his how much He loves us. That's the first blessing. Now the second is that God uses either to to teach you a lesson. That's a blessing. Or by possession, he may bless you with things, not just for yourself. He loves to bless people, not just for yourself, but also to bless other people. So anyway, verse 27. Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem. For the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. So their, their joy came because of the Lord. Return joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. Now, let's personalize that. The Lord has given us cause to rejoice over our problems. For the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over our anxiety, our stress. For the Lord had given us cause to rejoice over everything the devil is trying to do to us because we know the battle is not ours, it is God's. Verse 29, sorry, verse 28, they entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. They were praising the Lord. 29, the fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. Now look at this. The kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace. Was it because Jehoshaphat was so awesome or he was so, you know, he was a whole man of God? Yeah, you know, no. For his God, because of God, had given him rest not just on some sides or on one side, on the left, on the right. No, it says here on every side. God had given him rest on every side. And we can personalize that too. And and our lives are at peace. We are at peace for God had given us rest on every side, on every aspect of our lives. Now, I have here some verses that I'd like to go through with you and, you know, just to kind of tie everything all in together. Let's go first to, okay, I know I'm overtiming again. Okay, well, whatever. I'm just going to overtime and, and deal with the editing later. So first, let's go to Matthew 6, 25 to 34. Matthew 6, 25 to 34. Do not worry. I'm just going to go through this with you guys, okay? Again, I'm reading from the NIV version. Therefore, Jesus said, this is Jesus himself. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. 
what you will eat or drink, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Think about that. Can you add a single hour to your life by worrying? No. Verse 28, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. He knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, look at this. This Jesus, this coming from Jesus himself, okay? He says, do not worry. Now, this wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. Do not worry. Do not worry. Let's take Jesus' words and just put it in our hearts. Hey, I'm not supposed to worry. Jesus said so. He takes care of everything. I cannot add an hour, another hour to my life by worrying. No way. Philippians, another one is Philippians 4, 6-7. Let's go there. Philippians 4, whoops, Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Remember, thanking God for who He is, not just for what He did, He has done, not just for what He can do, but for who He is. His love for us. Thank Him for that. Present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, that is so important. That is so, Do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Again, do not be anxious about anything but in not just in some situations not just when you feel like it no but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving don't forget thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus now that's important that peace that transcends understanding because First of all, when you stress out about something, when you're worried about something, when you get anxiety, it starts in your mind, builds up in your heart. So when you have that peace from God, because you came to Him first, you've got that peace. Your heart and your mind are guarded. You don't have to worry, you have to stress out, don't have anxiety. You don't have to worry about all that. Another verse is Psalm 55, 22. Okay. Psalm, whoops. Psalm 55, 22. Psalm 55, 22, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Now look at this, cast. You know when you cast the dice, you throw it. 
You know, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't just like, you, know, you cast the dice. You throw it. It's like, just throw your cares on the Lord. Just give it to Him. And He will sustain you. Not He may sustain you. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Let's be confident in that. Another one is 1 Peter 5, 6 to 7. 1 Peter 5, 6 to 7. Take a look at this. Tying it back to Jehoshaphat. Humble yourselves. Remember, Jehoshaphat came to God and just said, Lord, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. Where we humble ourselves. Who are we compared to God? Nothing. God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Again, cast. Cast your anxiety on him. Here's the anxiety, Lord. Boom. Cast it on cast it on him. Why? Just cast because he cares for you. Because he cares for you. Next verse, John 14, 27. John 14. 27 let's take a look at that john 14 27 peace this is jesus himself saying this peace i leave with you my peace i give you i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid do not let your hearts be troubled do not be take comfort in that this is jesus himself saying this jesus own very words you know take comfort in that i don't know who you are you're watching this live or you're watching a recorded version of this or you're listening through the podcast jesus said do not let your hearts be troubled do not be afraid peace i leave with you my peace not just some random peace no he says my peace i give you I do not give to you as the world gives. There is no exchange for this. It's free. It's for you. You don't have to buy it. Don't have to work for it. It's for you. How how awesome is that? John 14, 27. Oh, that was John 14, 27. Okay, next next verse. Genesis 50, 20. This was uh, in regards to, I believe, what I was... I think I just forgot to point this out during while we were reading 2 Chronicles. Oh, this was uh, uh, the problem, what was intended as harm. Okay, remember, so the three tribes are about to attack Jehoshaphat. And then, you know, they, they, they saw it as like a you know, problem. So what was supposed to be a problem became a blessing. Because first of all, they saw how God worked right in front of them. They saw it with their own eyes. God, they saw how God worked, you know, to, to fix their problem because he loves them. And then they also took plunder, which took three days. So there was a lot of blessing there. Genesis 50, 20. This is Joseph. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So sometimes not just for yourself, it is also for others. Okay, so when we are, I know I'm kind of rushing through this right now. So when we are are uh, um, going through tough times, what we see as something tough and is a problem intended for our harm when the devil tries to defeat us. God takes that and makes it good for us. Another verse, Romans 8, 28. You guys still with me? Okay, Romans 8, 28. Okay. 
calm down. We're all, I'm almost landing the plane. Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Again, and we know that in all things, not just some things, all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Let's be confident in that. All things work together. God works everything good. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Let's, let's take that. Romans 10, 17. Last verse, Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Okay, 10, 17. Last verse for today. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. Oh, wait, did I get that right? Yes. Romans 10, 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Now, this was uh, uh, something that I forgot to mention while we were while we were reading um, uh, the Second Chronicles. Now, when back then they didn't have the entire Bible yet, but for us now, we have faith because when when we go through something, we have faith in God. We don't have faith in ourselves. You know, we're humans. There is nothing, you know, there is nothing for us to have faith in. But we have faith in God. And for us to have faith in God, we need to pray and read the Bible. If you attend my my Bible studies, and I think I've said it so many times also in the past videos, I always say pray and read the Bible. That's how you that's how you develop faith. And here Romans 10 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So we encourage ourselves in the Lord, okay, and, and develop faith by reading his word, spending time with him, praying to him. And so that just sums up about everything. I hope you guys got all those verses. If not, you can always rewind this and, and take down those those um, those verses. I hope that even though this was an impromptu message from uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, thank you, Lord, for, for, for this message. Um, I know it, it it's it's it doesn't fall on 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 just nothing. And, and complete nothingness. I know this is for someone, even if it's just for one person, you know, God works, that seed takes root in your heart and it grows. I know that he has given me this message for a reason. Um, somebody needed this tonight. You know, I, I know I did, you know. Um, so again, I, I thank you guys for, let's let's close in, in, in prayer real, real, real quick before we go. Father God, thank you, Lord, for, for the message today. Lord God, thank you for for showing us that that we shouldn't be stressed out. We shouldn't have um, anxiety. We shouldn't worry. Lord God, you got us, Lord, because you love us, Father. Thank you for showing us that today through what happened to Jehoshaphat, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for all the verses that you have given us to strengthen our faith in you, Lord God. Not in ourselves, Lord God, because we... On our own, we are nothing. We can't do anything, Lord God. But you are God Almighty, Lord. In everything that we go through, Lord God, we know that because you love us, you will either give us the strength to help us go through it, Lord God, or you change the situation. Lord, you work in many different ways, Lord God. But the point is that you love us and you're either trying to 
to uh, teach us, Lord God, uh, uh, something about you, something about life, Lord God, uh, change our character, our 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 uh, our attitudes, Lord God. You're training us, Lord God. You're always teaching us, and we thank you, Lord God, for for doing that. Help us, Holy Spirit, to always have a teachable spirit. Holy Spirit, please help us to always hear from you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this message today that you have given me to teach your people. Please strengthen me, Lord God. Strengthen your people as well, Father God. Let us be ambassadors of your word, Lord. Help us to reach out those who who are lost, you know, to those who need Jesus, real hope from Jesus. Those who are going through stress, Father God, I, I pray stress, anxiety, and worry, Lord God, in this time of the year. Father God, give them peace, Lord God. Help them to see that the reason for the season is Jesus, and they don't need to stress out about anything. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I think that wraps up today. I went over by 15 minutes, uh, but whatever. You know, it's my show, so I'll just probably... Um, yeah, you know, I'm not going to edit it. It's live, whatever. You know, you, you guys, uh, I, I'm sure you guys learned uh, something out of that um, uh, through the Holy Spirit. Again, um, I'm going to see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, I I don't <laughs> go over time. God bless you guys. Um, again, share the love of Jesus to everybody. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are His representatives. Let's go out there and and, uh, share the hope that can only be found in Jesus. God bless.